it's done and over. Um, I just hit record for the bonus episode. If anybody has time to talk for an extra 10 or 15 minutes. Um, but uh, the bonus episodes seem to be a pretty big success right now. Um, more successful than I was anticipating. So people really seem to like the unedited version of you know, me spilling wine and people running away for bathroom breaks and Sebastian jumping off because he's got to go back to work. So <laughs> they, they're always like, stuff. Hey, let's do a bonus. Hey, you're, you're super busy today. Let's do a bonus episode. I'm like, yeah, for sure. And then you know, my phone rings and I'm like, well, have a good day, everyone. Yeah, literally it's, it's, it's good though. But yeah, thanks Andrew for jumping on. That was a really, really good one. Oh, thanks guys. Appreciate it. Um, I'll be listening. You said it maybe come out uh, next week or something like that. Yeah, actually, uh, instead of Monday, I'm actually going to drop this one on St. Patrick's Day. Um, oh, yeah. Because uh, really, I dropped one today. Uh, where I figured it was a good time to drop the one about the, the women's uh, Frozen Four, um, two of which I, I get to miss the, the games on Friday because I work. Um, and uh, hopefully I'll be able to catch the actual championship game on Sunday which I predicted would be Minnesota Duluth and uh, <clears throat> who else? Oh, Yale. And I think Yale's going to take it all, but uh, we'll see. I've, I'm, I've been wrong before actually more frequently than not. And uh, I'll still be excited to watch, but yeah. So looking at uh, St. Patrick's day. That's awesome. We've actually, this year we've had the pleasure of, um, you know, Dave Starman does uh, the color for a lot of those NCAA tournament games and stuff with the yeah. NCHC and, um, his son, Ryan was in our program this year. He was on our U16 team and, uh, just a great kid. They were awesome family, like really, really supportive and just good people. That's awesome. Um, yeah. And, uh, that's, uh, it, it's been super cool with this podcast so far and, and with these bonus episodes, talking with people and we have conversations after we get done with the official recording. Um, we started these because, some of the conversations we had after the recording before everyone hangs up um, were ones that we wish we would have had back and been able to publish. Cause I think some of the stories that come out of this and just some of the conversations hockey related or not uh, were actually gold. Um, we just didn't record them. So if they're, if they work out to be great, I, I publish them as a bonus episode. If they're crap, I don't. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but yeah. And uh, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure if I'm going to drop the bonus episode that me and Ben did, but uh, if you listeners are listening to this, you might have already heard that episode, or you're wondering where it's at. But uh, yeah, but um, yeah, it's a cool program. Uh, like the jersey, it's a uh, very reminiscent of the Chicago Wolves. Yeah, yeah. The um, so you know, when I was my first year hired by the Wolves, it was uh, originally started as a team up in Waterville Valley, which is like a ski town north of Laconia, and okay. uh, they had all like the all the, uh, the logos and the marketing and all that kind of stuff. It was like, I think it was hired the, the second or third year. Uh, and then, you know, slowly that coach stepped or the ownership stepped away and we were able to, Tim and I were able to purchase it from them. But uh, within the last year prior to that, that transition, they really took on the Chicago Blackhawks in uniform style, which was a, uh. was way better than what we originally started with. And we've kind of, we want to, you know, I'm not a big fan of like, some of those, you know, like the elaborate jerseys or third jerseys. I really like something simple and that is clean and looks sharp. And like, I think that's a, just a great jersey that Blackhawks home and away. And it works for yeah. us. No, yeah, for yeah, sure. It's, it's definitely a good look. I mean, especially, you know, like that, that logo. I mean, it makes a, it's definitely a sharp uniform. Thanks. Thanks. We do have a third one. Like uh, 
you know, when Chicago had that third, like third winter classic, it was like that black uniform. Yeah, with um, just a white and black. Yes, and we we, yeah. we bought third jerseys like that, um, and we wore them for like a, a military game a couple years ago, and we we lost both of those games. So we um, we haven't worn them since. <laughs> back in the closet. <laughs> I think we've worn some practice jerseys a couple times, but that's about it. <laughs> oh, the superstitions around hockey. Uh, yeah, it's, it's mean, interesting. So, you, you can ask. That? You can ask Chris. I no longer. Uh, I'm 0 for 3 for recording on game days. So if you ever want to hop on the podcast and it's a game day, I won't be here. <laughs> <laughs> it just takes too much out of you, huh? Oh, uh, it's just there's something. I don't know. I think it's Chris. I'm gonna blame Chris for. It. I think he just puts on some bad vibes on me or something. You yeah, actually like my GD. friend, but he's just looking for the loss. <laughs> I gotta hand the wind to somebody, man. That's how. That's how we grow our audience. <laughs> right? No. Oh, sorry, I'm I'm busy for every Monday for the rest of my life. <laughs> oh man, yeah, no, but yeah, and the games you usually play on those. I, I'm, I'm here, so I don't get to watch any of them live. I usually catch them the next day, and uh, it's always fun having a Carlton Place Canadians games on because, again, my wife being from Carlton Place, coincidentally, um, there's no commentator, so nothing's. It's very very quiet. And you don't really hear the rink noises. All of a sudden, you just hear the goal horn. And my wife's like, Carlton Place? I'm like, yes, of course. She's like, okay. (laughs) But hopefully, you know, down the road, Carlton Place will have a commentator. You know, that'll be that'll be fun. Yeah, you know, if one would move back from, you know, abroad, I'm sure we'd have one lined up for no problem. Hey, you know what though? I'm not living in Copenhagen forever. I don't. I can't see unless I get offered a position that's just too stupid to to pass up. In terms of like, here's the thing. That's what's interesting about Copenhagen, and I'm figuring out is like, like the work culture and the pay. It's just so much different than the United States. It's unbelievable. I mean, getting a really really good pay for a part time role. Um, and then they feed you when you go to work, not just like, oh, some micro, like straight up really good, high quality, fresh cooked meals to make sure that you're ready for your, I'm like, this is not something, not something you'd see in the States. And also we've all had, I think we've all had this conversation. So I went through the interview process, right? We agreed that I was a good fit for the position and they're like, Hey, just come back in in a couple of days. We'll sign the contract. So I come back in in a couple of days and they're like, hey, I just wanted to let you know uh, the page changed. And I'm like, oh, here we go. They're offering. No, he's like, it's gone up a thousand kroner. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, they just shifted everything around. So when you start on the 1st of March, uh, you're actually getting paid a thousand more than we agreed upon. I'm like, this is not the United States. <laughs> like, he, he apologized because the amount we agreed upon was less than what i'm going to be getting paid and i'm like why would i be that's great news and he's like okay yeah great um uh, so we just just wanted to let you know that you're going to be getting paid more so it's that's why you'll see the numbers are different than what we agreed upon i'm like wow that's weird it's just it's unbelievable yeah it, it would never happen in the united states ever oh. yeah and the max work week over here being 37 hours by law um you know, my part-time jobs in, in Buffalo was 39 hours. Uh, and here, full-time by law, you can't work over 37. It's weird. It's 
I like the work culture here. So who knows? Who knows, Sebastian? Maybe I'll be back in a year. Um, but uh, yeah, I would love to actually to return to the Ottawa area. I lived there for four years. Um, Andrew, uh, back between oh, what was oh five and oh nine, and uh, yeah, loved it. Absolutely loved it. So it's funny you you mentioned the um, the Carlton Place. Um, hockey tv right so like you're watching the games and yeah. we, we actually had had a guy call up our player we had a playoff game um it was like a i think it was like a 145 playoff game and a the, the rink manager after the game said oh you got to hear this message and it was so i went down to the pro shop and he's like he played the voicemail for me and it was this okay. like lumberjacks fan and he was like just ripping into our our hockey tv broadcast and it was like he called it like 115 <laughs> And he was like, this is, you know, effing ridiculous. You get your S together. This is, you guys have the worst hockey TV feed. It needs to be up right now. And, um, you know, we have experienced issues with hockey TV, but it's like, I don't know if you you guys extend a hockey a relation with hockey TV, but like you're given this encoder from them and it's like uh, their whole setup and you buy your camera and you have a man operate it and you have your commentator operate it, but like you're doing it all yourself and, now, I'm not an audio video, video technician. And I'm not a certainly not a computer technician. And I think they gave me like a 1987 original version of Dell computer was the encoder that they gave me. So that thing like would fail all the time and there's nothing I can do about it. So we have had some some hockey TV broadcasts dropped, but like it's completely out of our control. Right. But lo and behold, like we we, met, we said to the guys at hockey TV, we're like, you know, it's it's time. We need a new encoder. This thing doesn't work anymore. Uh, and they gave us a new encoder, but it was still funny to have a guy hammer us because we didn't turn it on, you know, five minutes earlier than normal. And uh, we got this horrible, horrible <laughs> voicemail from a really concerned parent who was calling me all sorts of names and just hammering me. It was great. Yeah, we uh, I, I've just developed a really good relationship with Hockey TV. They're allowing, uh, like I said, allowing us to. Uh, basically post videos now um they've given us written permission uh so that's that's incredible because uh, i had reached out to them and then they reached back out to me and said after we looked into it more we actually yeah absolutely this will work out and i'm like okay great um but uh but yeah i'm 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 generally i don't send messages to teams i just tweet when i hate the cameraman's work um <laughs> like sound is whatever sound happens but when the cameraman is clearly like there was a game um, I won't mention the team, but I know they're listening here. Uh, it's it's not my team, so don't worry, Ogden. But <laughs> there was a team out there that they had three different of the players that were scratched at night operate the camera. Um, the player that operated in the third period was very disinterested around his phone most of the time because you <laughs> missed a bulk of the game. The pay was going one way, and you're still like focused on the goalie who's just standing there in that. And I'm like. Uh so I, I commented uh private message the 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 one commentator for that team and he's like thank you very thank you for making me aware I'll make sure that we handle that one better next time. I'm like thank you because it's like I want to see that and if the game was sounded really exciting, I just couldn't see what was happening. Um because they'd be like, Oh yeah, that's right, I'm supposed to follow the play. It's <laughs> he was there and because you could see the camera slightly move. Um he just really wasn't into it. Uh, maybe he really didn't want to be scratched that night. Um, that's why it's uh, that's why it's automatic cameras for the win. I mean, you miss <laughs> anything that goes on behind the play when the puck's not down there, but um, yeah. you never miss the play, which is kind of nice. I mean, 
Um, we used a program last year, I think it was called Instat, and they would basically use our our you know, hockey feed off you know my hockey TV, and they would be the <laughs> this that, and they would keep all our stats everything for us right off it. So it was kind of a it's cool little you know they clip our they clip the clips for us and everything. So it was kind of cool to have everything automated. You literally just kind of came off the ice and. Every you know period you had a report about how the period went. Not you know about an hour, an hour wow. and a half after the game, you had you know cut film, whatever we asked them for, goals, faceoffs, turnovers, whatever it is. They cut four or five different things for us. Send us an email, have full game stats, faceoff percentage that they can you know they can capture and all wow. that kind of stuff. So um, it was pretty cool and it, it kind of you know talking about you know having like an an old you know unit from my hockey TV that you know doesn't quite work. It's it's crazy to think that how. You know, we went from that to basically everything being automatic and, you know, even like from video coaches, our video coach now literally just has to hit a, you know, a key like T for turnover or W for a faceoff win, L for a faceoff loss. Like it just, it clips everything. It's just crazy how much technology has come and how much it, you know, really helps us. Well, we use a, a, a software, whatever, it's a, a program, whatever it's called, um, called Iceberg. We used Instat last year. This year we're using Iceberg and it's incredible, like uh, the amount of information you can pull uh, off that program and then amount of stuff you can download and send right to a college coach. Like if you have, you know, that one kid's had a great game, this particular game, you can download all his clips. It takes like two seconds and then send that right to a coach. And it's like, it's unbelievable. But we did wow. have an issue last year with Instat. Um, there was one game that they couldn't process and I must come clean on it. My eight-year-old daughter was operating the camera at the time. And uh, she couldn't see over the ledge. And she keeps asking, like, oh, daddy, when can I when can I uh, operate the camera again? And I have, you have to make it up excuses, like, oh, we need you. You know, we need you selling tickets up front, Blake. You know, you, you know, we need you uh, wearing the mascot head. You know, because she, she was horrible. <laughs> the play was at one end, she was at the other because she couldn't see anything. Here, here, run Don't out let of, her listen uh, to this bonus episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here, yeah, I got to keep her confidence coach. high, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you have to put her on the bench and you're running out, of, running out of things to you know tell her what to do she'll have to be coaching the game <laughs> that's the next step just to make her happy <laughs> <laughs> what you gotta do is you gotta set up you know a, a fake camera that she can run and then the actual camera there above her go. so she can't see it oh, look at all this film you caught so we, <laughs> so we have another kid so we're talking about him next year and he's on our younger team younger junior team our ehlp and he's talking, oh, coach, you know, I really want to play in the EHL next year. And it's like, well, you know, you only have like three points this year, buddy. Like, you got to master one level before you do the other. And uh, Tim was like, oh, I, I got to, next time he comes in here, give me that old camera. And uh, <laughs> when next time he comes in and asks, like, what do I need to improve upon the summer? Uh, Tim was going to hand him the old camera and tell him to practice that because he's going to be a healthy scratch every night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we laugh at that we uh we scratched a kid this year and uh if he's listening he's gonna know exactly what i'm talking about but uh we were uh, i'm like can you uh end of the period video coach comes out on his laptop i'm like can you cut uh can you cut and show me this i'm gonna pull the kid in he goes i don't have that and i was like what the hell man i go okay what about this i don't have that i was like oh, okay well you know I'm starting to get frustrated here i'm like okay last one i want to see for my game card i want to see this i don't have it either and excuse my language i was like what the fuck man like you you gotta help me here like, what are you doing? He goes, oh, I'm letting the kid run the camera. I go, and? He goes, he's too busy trying to put his blanket on. So this guy's got this big furry blanket trying to film, and he's too busy trying to wrap himself up that he misses misses turning the camera. So the camera's going one way into an empty, an empty you know, zone, and then the puck moves, so he goes all the way down to another empty zone. So I was like, 
So I just I did I just tore the kid apart. You know, I was like, take your blanket. I was like, hang it up in the room. Don't bring it back out with you. I was like, he's like, why? I'm like, every time we look for something, you can't you don't catch it. I was like, also on a video coach, I'm like, at some point you need to tell the kid to you're he's no longer running it. I'm like, that's so bad. But like that just makes me remind you. So now now when I walk into, you know, the rink on or tomorrow for our next game and you know, I'm gonna tell him, listen, uh turns out you run the camera exactly like an eight year old girl. <laughs> I wish they I wish they made a blanket that you could just wear. I think I have one of those at home. I'll bring it for him. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Get the get that kid a snuggie. <laughs> so. The team logo is a snuggie. That's what you got to do. Uh, I think you know what? He hasn't been scratched since. He's been playing very well. So I think maybe it was part of his plan. Yeah, there he goes. So like bad at I... operating the camera, you, you have to play him. Yeah, exactly. So you scratch someone else who can actually you know use their two hands and their eyes to follow the play with, and that was another too. Well, I just get so excited and I watch the play. I'm like, yeah, but. I'm like, hold the camera and turn it with your head. He goes, oh, wow, that's really that's a really good idea. I go, oh, my God. Glad you're a good <laughs> hockey player. <laughs> oh, it sounds like he's taking one too many pucks to the head. So uh, He could be a goalie. He's pretty weird. That's insane. But, uh, yeah, Seabest, I know you got to get back to work. And, Andrew, I'm sure you got things you got to do with on today. And I heard my wife come home about uh, 10 minutes ago. So I'm going to probably go help start dinner because um, it's that time here. But – well, I appreciate but yeah, Andrew. Guys. Yeah. No, thanks yeah. Thanks for jumping on. Yeah, you yeah, too. Yeah, too. thanks again for hopping on. Oh, my pleasure. Looking forward to hearing it, guys. And uh, keep keep sending stuff, and I'll promote all of it. You guys do an awesome job. So thank you so much. Awesome. We appreciate that, man. Good luck with uh, round two, because that's what it is. Yeah, round two. Yep. Tickets awesome, to the, yeah, uh, good. the frozen finals here, so we got to go. There you go. Good luck against New Hampshire. All right, guys. Thanks. Awesome. Have a good one. Have a good one, guys. All right, later. Bye.